Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, we're back. You I guys my, don't know we're back. Yeah. I this. like on my Facebook post tonight, I was like, guess who's back? Back, back again. again. And I'm just like, that we, something Backstreet Boys. Yeah, like, Backstreet And I'm like, Eminem. You're like, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Okay. How we so are. we are back. Um, Episode 32. Yes. Can you believe it? Yes. You can? I can. I think it's because I'm like worn down right now. <laughs> All right. Do we want to tell everybody what just happened? Yes. All right. Just Jessica, tell them. tell them what happened. So this is what happens when you let me do technology. Yeah. We, we fucking suck at this shit. I'm horrible. Like I'm I don't even horrible. attempt. So I can't even talk shit. Like I'm just like whatever. I'm just over here like drinking wine and like, sorry, man, I can't help you. We just tried to record this whole episode. We just recorded this episode. I am fucking it was... useless. <laughs> I'm seriously fucking useless. But first of all, it was hilarious. Yeah. We just had like a good 40 minutes of total hilarity. There was so much laughing though. I feel like we might have had a little bit too much Maybe this giggles. is like God's way of saying. Yeah. yeah. We were like, you were really annoying. We cut you off when you started yeah. giggling. You had but the giggles. We, um, we got some new equipment and our friend Eric, I spent five hours with him on Saturday trying to figure out this equipment and figure out a new platform and new software. And we just, we tested it. It was working. Just went to record the episode and it only recorded the first eight minutes. Yeah. And it was probably like 45 minutes. Yeah, probably. It was a thinking. good solid yeah. episode. So, um, fuck you, GarageBand. Yeah. GarageBand, eat a fucking dick. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Eat a dick. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> what else can I say? All of it. Eat a dick. Garage band is total bitch assness. <laughs> Zero out of five stars. Do not recommend. Suck. <laughs> We're already starting out bad. Okay. So, yeah. This We've is had, like, enough wine. Yeah. Where I just like want to swear a lot. Yeah. So now we're on our second <laughs> bottle of Snoop wine because we have to do this all over again. So is this going to be worse? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm already telling you software to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and no bitch assness to GarageBand. Fuck you, GarageBand. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, okay. If anybody wants to start, I'm going to do a commercial for Anchor. And it says do not do GarageBand. Yeah. I'm going to say eat a dick GarageBand. <laughs> We'll probably get flagged. <laughs> I don't know. Anchor will be like these girls. Oh my god! All yeah. right. Okay. So this is episode thirty-two. Episode I thirty-two. Don't know anything about this case? This is how well, I mean. Case. You do. I do now. <laughs> but I did not know anything about this. Yeah. So all right. While Jessica was gallivanting in Florida, I had to take care of myself mm -hmm. and get my murder fix. Yeah. With your child. With, with, with your, my child. Yeah. So I have um, one day a week I go on a mom date with my oldest son. And um, it's a mom Nate date. And yeah, it's like we did it last year and it was like one of the best parts of the summer. And then when school was ending, he was like, mom, can we do dates again? And I was like, of course. Oh, He's, that's really Yeah, sweet. it's really nice. And he and I don't get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time together. So it's really awesome yeah it's great so anyways um so that's what i was doing yeah. i brought him along on some murder adventures and then like parlayed it into like some fun kid activities mm -hmm. and mom's son time yeah so just did a little bit of murder and yeah. then some wholesome family activities sounds like story story of story our lives. of my life yeah yeah totally wholesome do. family activities murder mm -hmm. and wine yep yeah 
Okay. All right. So this is Tracy Hammerberg of um, Port Washington, Wisconsin. Okay. And this is, it's a doozy. It's, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like in how it all wraps up. I just like how you said this is a doozy. It's a doozy. But it's awesome. It is. It's awesome. It's, and I, I did know about this case because I don't want to spoil it, but I did hear about it in recent news. Okay. So I, when I was looking for outings to do with my kid, I was like, all right, I want to go hiking in this Lion's Den Gorge in Grafton. Like, I want to look for some cases that happen around there. And I was like, oh, I remember that one case of that girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I knew it. Yeah. So sitting across from me is Jessica. And that is Heather. And that was the longest, most sloppy, ridiculous intro after we've already drank a bottle of wine. Yeah. It's I don't even know. How okay. it be. Yeah. It's how it be tonight. All right. All right. So come take a trip with us. Down Murder Lane. So again, this is um, my adventure. So Jessica, you're just gonna have to listen to me just blabber on. I'm ready. And, yeah, and Jessica is gonna interject when um, the mood strikes. Okay. <laughs> so Tracy Hammerberg was born on March seventh, nineteen sixty-six, to Judy Klebundy and Harlan Hammerberg in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I really like Harlan Hammerberg's initials. Do you know H-H- why? H H Holmes. H-H, and it was nice. your, yeah, yours. Okay. Yep. All squared. these names so far are freaking cool. I know. I like it. Harlan okay. Hammerberg. All right. So the family moved to Sockville, Wisconsin in 1976. Well, she was born in Milwaukee, and then they moved to Sockville in 1976, so when she was 10, where Tracy eventually attended Port Washington High School. Okay. She had a habit of running away in the past, but in December of 1984, she was back living with her mother, stepfather Robert Lubke, and half-sister Jennifer Lubke. Tracy also had a boyfriend who had recently moved to North Dakota. <laughs> it's like, almost, like almost as worse as a having a boyfriend move to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. You had a boyfriend from That's Wisconsin, and look what happened. You had to move to Wisconsin. Now I'm here. Now you're here. But at least it's not North Dakota. I mean, if it was South Dakota, you know, Josh Jumel, he yeah. does the commercials. Yeah. I mean, he snagged Fergie, so I get it. I mean, there might be some cool shit there, but there might be cool shit. North South Dakota is cool. South like Dakota, the western yeah. part of, I mean, South Dakota. The western part of South Dakota and the Black Hills is cool. I went there on a family trip. It is really beautiful. But, North Dakota is fucking lame. Sorry if yeah. anybody's listening to this and you're from North Dakota. Yeah. I'm sure you would agree. Maybe. All they have is Fargo. We talked about, yeah. Yeah. Cannibals. Wood chipper. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> take two. This is all take two. <laughs> yeah. North Dakota. Okay. When I think of like, when I think of the state that I would least like to live in, North Dakota is a is a strong contender. Really? Oh yeah. I gotta think for a second on mine. I always thought of like West Virginia. It's beautiful there. In West the Virginia? mountains. I mean, like you could live in Charleston, West Virginia, and that's like a beautiful, charming little town. Okay. I've driven through there. It's beautiful. No, Idaho. I don't want to live there. But there's the mount. Like if you go or close- Iowa. Iowa. Uh, yeah, Idaho, Iowa. I don't know, West Virginia. Nebraska? My dad's from Nebraska. Oh, I never knew your dad <laughs> well, he was from born, Nebraska. Like, he was born there or whatever. Yeah. I never, I've heard Omaha's actually a pretty cool town. I'm going to stick with North Dakota. Okay. They have real bad winters, like really, really bad winters. And like I used to babysit for this family and the dad when I was a teenager. And the dad was in the Air Force. Okay. 
and they had just moved. He would just finished, like was done with his enlistment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were in Minot, North Dakota, which is like super far up north at the Air Force Base. And the mom told me it was desolate hill. She was like, I was like clinically depressed. Like she said, there's nothing. It is like our winters in Wisconsin are hard, Mm -hmm. but up there it's a whole different ball game. Can you imagine? No. And she said there's just nothing and like nothing to do and just desolate winter constantly. Mm. So whenever I think of North Dakota, I think of how she described that and it was just horrible. I don't want to live there. No. No way. So yeah, I think of that. So North Dakota. We should probably stop saying states because I feel like we're just going to keep losing people. Like they said my state, click. I'm sure a lot of people talk shit about Wisconsin, but you know, we have a lot to offer. Um, So I'm putting myself out there. If you live in North Dakota or are from North Dakota and there's cool things about it, tell us. Slide in our DMs. Put me in my place. Yeah. Because right now I don't have the best opinion. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to move there. All right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, she had this boyfriend that moved to North Dakota and she always wore his class ring and she had plans to join him. Like, why wouldn't he be like, I'm going to join you in Wisconsin that's cooler than North Dakota? Yeah. Anyways. Maybe he liked it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> on Friday, December 17th, 1984, Tracy babysat from 7.20 p.m. to 9.45 p.m. at a home on Dries Street in Sockville. And Sockville is the town that's right next to Port Washington. Okay. So afterwards, she decided to walk to S&S Foods, which is like a small little convenience store. And that was located on West Decor Road and Tower Street, okay. right on the corner. Um, to meet up with friends. It's now like a quick trip or something like that. Okay. I drove by and saw. Okay. She was dressed in a pair of jeans, a light green sweater, and a dark green jacket. I just want to point out, I really like... Heather's uniform. Yeah. I really <laughs> like her choice of colors. Yes. I like that her shirt was light green and her jacket was dark green. Like yeah. she was going for an, like an ombre kind of a look. Yeah, with jeans. Yeah. yeah. She probably looked super cute. She probably She probably did. Walking up to S and S, she's brunette. Yeah, she had like this... little mini Heather. I'm, I'm yeah. Picturing. Okay, I can't wait to see what yeah. she looks like. So, except she had like the Farrah Fawcett feathered hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the time. Yeah, 1984. She was hot. All right. So, from the grocery store, Tracy and her friends got in a car and went to Quaid's Tavern in Port Washington. Okay. So she's 18 and she's gonna go to a tavern in Port Washington, which is fine. I mean, I went mm-hmm. to taverns when I was 18. I wasn't supposed to. Good. Good for you. Yep. I I did. Okay. Do you want to know what I did? How I got in? Break ID? Well, I did, but not when I was 18 because I looked too young. It was like it wasn't going to yeah. work. But I did, like, when I was, like, 19, 20, I did have a really good fake, fake ID. ID. Yeah. Um, well, I had to have one because my birthday's in July, so all my friends were, like. Oh, like a year old? Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't about to sit home by myself and crochet or some shit. Yeah, right. We don't do that in Wisconsin. I can no. see you crocheting. No, I'm not. I'm not about that life. Your dad took your door off your yeah, frame. Yeah, I needed, you I needed to go party. Right. And I was <laughs> like, well, this isn't going to work for me. Yeah. My friends are all going to the bars. I'm going to need to get a, a fake. Okay, so I had a really good one. Okay. But anyways, back then, I didn't go to bars in Milwaukee, but when I was like 18, I would go visit my brother in Whitewater where he went okay. to college. Okay. And he was 21. And we, this is real fucked up and real funny, okay. but we would pretend that we were married. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then if you're married, you have to be let into the bar. Really? Yes. That's like a law? Yeah. 
See, Wisconsin's already 10 times better than North Dakota. Right, exactly. North Dakota, you need to get so, that law. So, like, we had the same address. Like, we both had our parents' address on our driver's license because yeah. my brother was in college. And then yeah. he would be like, well, we're married. So, like, this yeah. is my wife. And I was really his little sister, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up. But it got me in the bar. Yeah, and then they slipped you drinks. and Yeah, it got me. That's hilarious. Got me in bars in Whitewater yeah. when I was 18? Actually, I, I I think I was actually 17. Oh, my gosh. So they didn't try to, like, arrest him? Like, no. Oh, I guess you were married. Because they they we said my parents gave me permission to get married. Yeah. This is real fucked up. This is, like, going deep down. I know. <laughs> but it got me in bars. So, I mean, I was going to bars when I was, like, 17 in Whitewater. Yeah. And, this, and this time, you said the drinking age would have been 21? Um, like I know that like when my parents were like teenagers in the seventies, um, there was like, you could drink beer and wine when you were 18, but you had to be 21 to drink hard liquor in Wisconsin back then, which is <laughs> oh, makes no stupid. Sense. I know. But and again, then they just changed Wisconsin it all. Superior. Right. And then they just changed it all because they didn't want high schools, high school seniors to be. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Look it up. When did it turn to 21 uh, to drink? Uh, yeah, because oh. when my parents were teenagers in the early 70s, it was definitely 18 for beer and wine and 21 for hard liquor. 1984. 1984. So Tracy just, she got fucked over. So maybe, but maybe this was before that. It, the yeah, Congress but this was passed... December. 1984. Chances of it being before. Yeah, but did, yeah, but if it was a national, like maybe. It, maybe she got like grandfathered in. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Or no, maybe it hadn't passed down. Like the state doesn't like start enacting or how do you maybe a redo is better. This is pretty good. <laughs> I know we actually sound like we're getting some facts here. I know, instead of just giggling the whole fucking time because okay, we haven't no. seen each other for two weeks. National Minimum Drinking Age Act passed. Okay. So it was better. So maybe it took some time for Wisconsin to like put it into motion. Or I personally think that it should be nineteen. Really? Yeah. They're doing it anyways. That's true. They're doing it anyways. You can go to war and you can die. I don't want it to be 18 because my boys are going to turn 18 their first month of high, of senior year. Yeah. I don't need that shit going on. Walling out for right. sure. Because I know what I would have been doing. Mm -hmm. But 19, they're in college anyways. Or they're out. They're doing it anyways. Most yeah. of them are. Yeah. Just finding ways around it. And Just finding ways money. around it. Yep. Causing problems. Mm -hmm. And... Like, you can go to war and die. You can, if you commit a crime, you're going to be charged as an adult because yeah. you're an adult. Yeah. And really, I'm sorry, were you that much more mature between 19 and 21? No. I fucking was not. No. I was absolutely not. But definitely a difference between high school and once I entered college, it was different, you know. Yeah. I don't, that's why I don't think it should be 18. Yeah. So 19. I think 19, like, I don't see why not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think it, it should be older. You do? Only because I feel like your brain's not developed until, what do they say, like 23? I still feel like my, 24? I'm going to be 42 on Sunday, and I, my brain is not developed. But you're still, like, you can still make better decisions once you're a little. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you made better decisions. What is, now I'm going to look that up. When was the brain fully developed to make but the thing is, though, when is they're is doing it anyways. <laughs> I get it. Look, at somebody else. 25. All right, so. 25? So you think the drinking age should be 25? No. <laughs> now I'm second-guessing things. <laughs>
Now I'm second guessing. I am celebrating what? on Sunday my second 21st birthday. What? Yeah. You're not 21 30. times 2. Oh, 20 times 2. Yeah. I said, you're not 50. 20. I said, <laughs> well, you know how good we are at math yeah. on downward lane. No, it's my second 21st birthday. Okay. On Sunday. I get it. I get it. Okay. So let's see if I spend July 5th. 2021 the same way that i spent july 5th 2000 okay it was not Hammered? that was not a good day for me no. july 5th 2000 was not a good day for me i was with you that night not on july 5th 2000 no, my 21st july, birthday oh you're tw- oh 2000 my 21st birthday last year your birthday july 4th and i was with no, you no you were that was a good day yeah it was fun okay sorry right. we're way off way way okay off. okay so yeah um she was illegally buying beer but whatever mm-hmm. no judgment tracy do you mm-hmm. um yeah so she went to quade's tavern and bought bar bought beer and then she told the bartender that she was going to go to a party so after the tavern, Tracy and her friends went to a party on South Garfield Avenue in Port Washington. There they played drinking games and smoked marijuana. Okay. Pretty standard. At midnight, one of her friend's brothers arrived at the party. They decided to go to S&S Foods for snacks because, you know, they're smoking a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. So they so needed buy some little Debbies. Little Debbies, pizza rolls. Funyuns. Funyuns. Combos. Doritos. Hot Cheetos. I'm just like Gatorade. They probably no. had some Gatorade because no, they were thirsty, no. some dry Dude. mouth. No, now I'm hungry. Did you think they had a Taco Bell? Back what? What year was this? Eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. I don't know. Port probably, Washington, probably not. Probably not up there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, but the gas station food would have been. It would. It would be great. Yeah, for sure. It would suffice for sure. All right. So they go. They said they're going to go there for snacks. And they asked Tracy if she wanted a ride, but she said no. So then about a half an hour later, she left the party on foot for a 3.7-mile walk along Wisconsin Highway 33. 3.7 miles. No, thank you. So I'm going to look and see, like, how long that takes me to walk. Well, if you – I can run that. Well, this is super embarrassing, but oh, it's I, not embarrassing. When you did your when I did like my five k, I want to say I did it in like thirty two minutes. That is not embarrassing. That is great. Yeah. So it probably would take her probably forty five minutes. So let's see. Like when I walk with my kids in the neighborhood, I walk and we walk about like a seventeen minute per mile pace. So seventeen and a half times three point seven. That's over an hour. Yeah. So it would take her over an hour. Well, maybe she had her snacks. She was high. All she went, I didn't want to, sh- I wouldn't want to share all my snacks. She didn't want to share. That's true. She walked home with her yes. bag to eat her snacks and then decompress. Cause then when you get home, you know, when you walk in that door, you gotta be straight faced. Right. You gotta be like, uh, you know, got the smoke smell off. Yeah. Like, you know, the snacks kind of sober you up a little bit. So I get where her head is at I mean, right now. you were, like, such a good kid compared to me. Like, you never walked in the house, and your dad never looked at you and said, let me see your eyes. Never. Mm-mm. It's not the best feeling in the world. <laughs> let me see your eyes. <laughs> look at me. Heather, look at me. Yeah. I'm like, what? And he's like, okay. Did you get away with it? I was, like, in college. So, oh. I mean, there really wasn't shit that he could say to me. Yeah. So I would, like, be home on break. So, like, I'd come home and, like, why are you still awake, number one? Like, mm-hmm. go to fucking bed. You're sleeping on the couch walking, watching the news. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, but think about it. We, 
when your kids are that age, are you going to be up? So then he'd be like, worried? what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I just I just got home. I, I don't know. And then he's like, come over here. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Why? I'm like standing real far away. I'm like, why? Just, yeah. just come over here. I want to talk to you for a little bit. Why? Yeah. How was your night? Yeah. Good. Look at me. Look at me. Why? <laughs> My dad was such an asshole. Well, but you know what? If your dad did like, that to you today, you would like – for my dad, I would respect my – I right, would yeah. still be all weird yeah, if I'd my dad – And then and then he would be like, so where'd you go? And I'd like tell him some shit. I don't know. Like well, I was here and there and whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you have a good night? <laughs> Who were you with? Yeah. Who was there? Who you are with? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. Mar- <laughs> He would Have keep say, saying Look it. at me. Oh my god! Look at me. Freak out. I yeah, would not I know. Like that. And then the worst part is like you know, like you come home mm-hmm. and like it's I don't know late, and your dad's like sleeping on the couch, and then like he would turn on all the lights, and I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> it's all bright. <laughs> like, oh. I don't have any. I do not know that feeling. <laughs> it's not good. And then he's like, look at me, and I'm like, oh my eyes are probably like red as fuck right now. <laughs> and they probably have like. Like Taco Bell hot sauce in my face, and like just, and then he would be like, I think you should go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Just to let you know, he still has the upper hand. Yeah, you're like, I think you should go to bed. I'm like, I think you should go to bed. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to. I was waiting for you to get home. Yeah, thanks. But now, as a parent, don't you look back and like, oh, dad, but he knew what I was doing, but he was worried. He, was he just wanted to make sure I got home okay. Look at me. Gosh. And then my parents also always did this thing. I have a real funny story. Okay. Whenever I was like a teenager, like early college, and I would like come home and like break and stuff, and I would like be going out with my friends, mm-hmm. my mom would always say the same thing to me every time. She would always like stand really close to me, and she'd look me like, re- like really intense in the eyes, and she'd be like, Heather, if you're ever in a situation – you don't want to be in. Don't be afraid to call. Aww. And I like it was really sweet. That was, and, like, that's nice. Yeah. That's really so. Anyways, nice. like I don't know. I was probably like twenty five, and my parents asked me for a ride to Summerfest. Aww. You see where this is going? Yeah. So they're like, "Can you drop us off at Summerfest because we don't want to deal with the bus and like we'll take the bus later." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." Like they're gonna go see like like foreigner or some shit at the <laughs> fucking markets or Huey Lewis and the Huey Lewis news or the eagles or something. I was shit. there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm dropping them off. I drop them off at, at Summerfest. Oh, and I had to pick them up later too. So I um I drop them off and I had this plan the whole time. I'm gonna say it. So they get out of the car and I'm like, guys, guys, come here. I need to tell you something and bring it in. And then I was said to them, if you're ever in a situation you don't want to be in, don't be afraid to call. And they're like laughing super probably hard. Probably want to slap you. Yeah. No, they were cracking up. They yeah. were like laughing super hard. Aww. So then like my parents drink and they have fun and like whatever. And then I pick them up at midnight, like at our designated pickup spot. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> when I was picking them up and my dad's cracking up in the backseat and like, dad, look at me. Look at me. And then I took him home. I was like, I think you should go to bed. <laughs> Oh, but I appreciate that now. Like, looking back, don't you, like... Like, I was so excited, like, the whole night. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to pick him up. <laughs> Come to look at me. <laughs> look at me. Who were you with? 
<laughs> where did you go? Oh my god, we're so off track. Look we at are me. so off track. Okay, all right, I don't even back know. Where I am. To all right, it. Back so. To it. So she yeah, started yeah. walking home. So she started walking. I hope you enjoyed that. Mile. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was fun. People in seven miles, probably an hour. Wisconsin Highway 33 to her home at South Mayfair Drive in Sockville. She would often walk from Port Washington to Sockville. And according to her friends, she would also often accept rides from friends and sometimes was known to hitchhike. No, do don't we feel do like that. some bad foreshadowing is coming right now? Uh, yes. All right. Well, your gut feeling is correct, as per usual. Mm -hmm. At 5.45 a.m., a hunter who lives on Maple Road in nearby Grafton went outside of his home to retrieve his hunting gear when he saw a mid-sized dark-colored sedan with their lights off, peeling out of the driveway next door and head south on Maple Road. At the same time, another hunter in the nearby woods saw the same vehicle. Hmm. Interesting. Hunting season? When was this, December? December. So, yeah. Another resident on Maple Road, whose name was Dan Seraki, was on his way to work when he came across Tracy's battered body laying in his snowy driveway. According to him, she let out a quiet moan and then was silent. So he, like, watched, watched her, her die. dying death, oh dying breath, which is horrible. This resident ran inside and called the sheriff at 625 a.m. He then went back outside and stayed with Tracy until the sheriff arrived. That is horrible. Yeah. Like, he's, like, going to work. Yeah, you're just leaving for the day, and you don't expect that. Yeah. Super early in the morning, just leaving for work. Mm-hmm. Tracy was half naked with blood in the snow and trees around her. An open pack of Marlboro cigarettes were at her feet. She had been raped, strangled, and had multiple skull fractures. Horrible. Yeah. At first, authorities could not identify what had inflicted the head injuries and stated it could have been anything from a stick to a baseball bat. So she, it was mm -hmm. bad. Damn. Eventually, it was identified to be a metallic object. The autopsy stated that she had died of her head injuries. It is also revealed that she had tried desperately to fight off her attacker, which I, mad props. Yeah. Cheers, Tracy. Cheers for her. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Tracy. You don't go down without a fight. Hell no. Right. The investigation was led by Ozaki County Sheriff's Office. They received support from the Wisconsin Department of Justice and the Division of Criminal Investigation. A behavioral analysis unit assisted with the creating a criminal profile. DNA was collected from the crime scene, and the Sheriff's Office interviewed hundreds of witnesses. More than 400 men were eliminated as suspects through blood typing and DNA analysis. Was there like 400 men in the city? Like in this town? Yeah. Was there 400? Like, oh, we have to like, exclude every man? They probably just did the whole like area, like Grafton, Port Washington, and Sockville. Yeah. So um, yeah. as I mentioned, they recovered the DNA from the scene, and a behavioral analysis unit started creating criminal profile. So they're working on that, and they're trying to find somebody, but they're not getting any hits for 400 people. Okay. So they're like okay, is it somebody that lives around here? Is it a transient person? Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So, all right. Um, then one year later, Wendy Smith, who was a friend and former classmate of Tracy's, was found dead. It's her friend? Her friend. I didn't know. I didn't get yeah. that. Okay. Her death was ruled as a homicide while her cause of death was investigated. In 1985, Wendy was 18, so mm -hmm. the same age, 
and was reportedly walking from a friend's house to a tavern where her mom works. So again, walking. Walking, yeah. And she was found dead. Hi, Tabby. Tabby. That's that's Tabby Cat. <laughs> so she came upon Thomas Kirsch near the hill where North Wisconsin Street meets Johnson Street. Okay. It is unclear exactly what happened next, but her body was found more than 34 hours later on the hillside, and Kirsch was ev- eventually convicted of first-degree murder and second-degree sexual assault. So, so when that happened, <clears throat> excuse me, the entire community was like, okay, great. Yeah. This guy killed Tracy Hammerberg. Yeah. Like, now we know. Yeah. Like, they were sad that Wendy Smith died, but they were like, well, it had to be him. It's the mm. same thing one yeah. year later. It had to be him. So, they went through all the stuff with his DNA, and they determined that Kirsch's DNA did not match the DNA found on Tracy. Damn. Okay. So, super disappointing. So, from there, police built a DNA profile of her alleged killer using blood from underneath her fingernails. Good so for her. Badass. And semen recovered at the scene. Okay. In March 2019, almost 35 years after Tracy's murder, investigators decided to focus on forensic genealogy. Yay. Which we love that shit. Yup. And sought out assistance from the Los Angeles FBI forensic genetic genealogy team. That is a mouthful. And that is the team that helped identify Joseph James D'Angelo as the Golden State Killer. So. Killer. 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 So is Paul Holes involved? I'm just going to think he was. I just didn't find on that. Yeah. I mean, we can just <laughs> pretend that Paul Holes was. I know it makes it, it makes I, your eyes sparkle when you say his name. Hot for Holes. Yep. Just as hot for Holes. holes. Yes. All right. He's badass. Yeah. So, yeah. So they identified GSK. So they go to him and they're like, yo, we need some help mm-hmm. up in Port Washington. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Paul Holes came here. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Gonna... Investigators sent DNA evidence to a private lab, which developed a DNA profile. The profile was uploaded to a genetic genealogy database, so probably like Dead Match that Dead we match. talk about, yep. which was used to identify family members of the suspect. Okay. So, okay, again, if you are doing your Ancestry.com and... 23andMe and all that all shit. Upload that shit to Judd Match. Yep. Judd Match. Did you, hear, did you hear about the um, guy who just, um, he was, it was an unsolved case in Tampa for like 14 years. <gasps> and Actually, yes. Yeah, and he like did his own ancestry and then he uploaded his what results. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, he uploaded his results in Judd so Match. So he did it. And so they found him because he <laughs> uploaded himself. <laughs> Please, everyone, do that. Even if, yeah. I'm yeah, not- if you killed somebody, please still upload yes. your <laughs> to Jed Matt. Did that guy, like, forget? I mean, what? I killed someone. Oh, shit. I forgot yeah. about but that. But he didn't kill. It was a rape. Oh. And I no- raped somebody and I forgot about it. Yeah. He just thought it was no big deal. Like, fuck that guy. I'm glad he got caught and... What a yeah. dumbass. I mean, that's like something for like the world's stupidest criminals. Like, I love those cases. Oh, and that show, yes. like, world's dumbest criminals. Okay. I love it. All Makes right. me so happy. Okay. Because then I'm like, oh, people that are stupider than me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not stupid, but just math. Well, yeah. Just math. <laughs> and technology. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. All right. So they uploaded it to GEDmatch, and then they were used that to identify family members of the suspect. And for the next step, investigators needed to build an extensive family tree tracing back four generations. So you can only imagine how much tedious work. Yeah. This is not like glamorous shit. This is tedious. 
Yeah, digging in, looking at people. In. But you know what? It could sound so interesting. Because think about like we would we, be excellent at it. Yeah, when you find someone, you got to find some information. Yeah, like we just had a friend. Oh my god! Who, and we dug into like who is this? Who is this person? And we yeah, started. our friend broke the internet with some crazy life news. Yeah, and then we were trying to figure the shit out. Yeah, and we were trying to do some digging, and so I could totally do that, especially if it was like a murder suspect or yeah. I'll, I'll Facebook stalk, Instagram stalk. Yeah, I know. CCAP stalk. I'll do it all. Yeah, like my friends that are single and they're like, I can't find him on social media. I was like, I got you. I got you. you. Yep. I'll find him. Mm-hmm. I will find this him. This is a case for gotcha, gotcha bitch. bitch. Okay. All right. So, all right. So then they go back four generations and then they identified any male second cousin who would have been between the ages of 16 and 16, 1984 in that area. Okay. Or period. The closest relative they found was a second cousin. Okay. From there, they worked through a family tree until they landed on a Mr. Philip J. Cross. Okay. Who was identified as a potential suspect on August 28th. So they started this process in March, and then they identified this dude on August 28th. So as you can see, the process took months. Yes. Cross had died of a drug overdose in 2012. So this is 2019. So it was seven years earlier. He was, he died. So they happened to have his DNA available. So So, they happened to have his DNA available because when he died, Milwaukee County Medical Examiner Office obtained his DNA card. Awesome. So do we need to take a little break and refresh our anchor? Yes. Okay. We can. We can do that and fill up our wine. So we will. BRB. Yes. All right, so we took kind of a long break. I went pee. We went on a big segue about summer programs for kids. So, admittedly, I'm not sure where we left off. Uh, you were talking about that piece of shit that... Philip Cross. Yep. So, mm-hmm. he died. Milwaukee, thank you. Milwaukee County Medical Examiner's Office obtained his DNA when he died. Yes. Several days later, the state crime lab in Madison determined... Cross's DNA profile matched the semen swab and fingernail clippings obtained during Tracy's autopsy. Great. So, bam. Gotcha, gotcha. bitch. Mm-hmm. Cross was not a name known to any of the investigators who had been working on the Hammerberg case for the past 35 years. That's crazy. So, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, Cross and Tracy, they determined that they probably knew each other. Okay. But they were not really friends. Okay. Some people said that they may have traveled in the same party group, but Cross would have been more on the fringes of that group. Tracy's brother, Ricky, remembered Cross from school school, and said that he rode the same bus that they did because they were kind of in the same neighborhood. Tracy would have been in middle school then. Ricky stated that Cross liked to pick fights on the bus, beat people up, and other kids were scared of him. Sounds like a real... Yeah. Surprise! He turned out the way he did. Yeah. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. At the time of Tracy's murder, Cross was a loner and living with his parents on Green Bay Road in Port Washington. He had been released from Dodge Correctional Institute in, in April of 1984, just eight months before Tracy's murder. He would have been 21 years old at the time of Tracy's death and was working the 4 p.m. to midnight shift at Rexnord Plastics in Grafton in 1984. So it makes sense. Yep. She left the house party to walk at 1230. He's working Mm -hmm. midnight, you know, go to the locker, get your clothes, get your stuff, walk to your car. By the time he gets Mm 
mm-hmm. back there. It's probably close to about that time. Yeah. So authorities suspect that Tracy was picked up by Cross in his 1972 Plymouth Fury. His vehicle matched the description the hunters had given police of a dark mid-sized sedan back in 1984. Yeah. And I did Google what a 1972 Plymouth. I kind of I want to I want to do that right now, like to look at it. Let's okay, now you go, you go, you I'll talk. show you. Okay. I did look it up. I was like, what does it look like? 1972 Plymouth Fury. Ooh. And we're searching. And please hold. See? It's like a, on eBay. What the fuck? Somebody's selling it on eBay? How do you get that shipped? I don't know. Local pickup only? <laughs> yeah, so it's like a sedan. Like a 1970s yeah. sedan. So it looks like a huge boat. It's a huge boat. I am glad I did not have to take my driver's test in that fucking thing. Could you imagine trying to nope. parallel park? Nope. And they didn't have power steering, so your arms are probably just, like, jacked from, like, trying to, like, turn the wheel. <laughs> my dad has classic cars. Yeah. So, That's like, cool. Yeah, it is cool. So, but the thing is, it sucks because none of them have power steering. So, like, whenever I would, he would be like, I need your help to move the, the cars. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm getting an arm workout today. Yeah, they're, they're really, yeah, it's hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. If you ever want to get some buff arms, yes, just I guess. go over to my I'm, dad's I'm, garage. I'm there. I'm yeah. There. Okay. All right. So the 1972 Plymouth Fury, his vehicle matched the description the hunters had given police of the dark mid-sized sedan back in 1984. But we already knew that because his DNA matched. Yeah. So as police investigate across his background, many people described him as a drug and alcohol abuser who was ill-tempered, abusive, and quick to fly off the handle. Nice. So Cross briefly attended Port Washington High School in 1978 before being incarcerated in Ethan Allen School for Boys in Wales, Wisconsin. Did I tell the story I told before? <laughs> yes, because I was like, I made a joke about, oh, did they build, is that where they built the furniture? Yeah, you did make a furniture joke. Because I, like, no, I was like, the Ethan Allen, very nice furniture. But no, nice I'm furniture. sure these, these children were not building the furniture. No. But no, you have to tell the story because it's fucking hilarious. Okay, so... My friend Chris that I went to high school with is a nurse. I'm itching already. He's a male nurse. I'm itching already. <laughs> He's a nurse. Okay. He's a great nurse. Yeah. And he worked at Ethan Allen's school for boys for a while, like, like I don't know, 15 years ago. So he's probably like in his 20s when he worked there. And it's, you know, a male juvenile, like, like prison for yeah, kids. For, for boys, yeah. Yeah, juvie. So, um, some kid comes up to him, some teenage boy, and he's like, nurse, Chris, nurse, Chris, I got a problem. And he's like, what's up? And he's like, it itches real bad down there. And then he's like, (laughs) he's like, okay, well, what's going on? And he's like, I don't know. It's just, itches like real bad down there. He's talking about his junk, obviously. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, come with me to the exam room and I'll check it out for you. So, like, the kid takes his pants off and, like, pulls down his, like, underwear. And he said that you could literally see the crabs crawling all <laughs> over him. Like, all over him. And I'm just sitting here itching right I now. Know. I know. I'm, like, it. literally, yeah. like, squirming in my seat. It's like when, when someone mes- mentions, like, lice. Like, I when you instantly... watch Arachnophobia, that movie. Don't talk about spiders. Sorry. Don't talk about it. Would you rather talk about... Pubic lice? Yes. Crabs and lice. <laughs> talk about that shit all day. Don't talk about spiders. Let's talk about pubic lice. Yes. 
It's preferred. <laughs> you know, you prefer pubic lice over like a regular old spider? Fucking spider? Yes. Dude, no. Look at my scar. Oh my Don't god. You, have you seen that scar? Look no. hole in my leg. What a fucking tarantula bite. What recluse. is that shit? I'll tell you a story another time. Damn. Yeah, I hate spiders. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Okay. Okay. So he pulls down <laughs> and like he's got it. He was like, holy fuck. Like he like had to try to like like not be like, oh my God. Yeah. He said it was like alarming. Like literally, like he looked and it was just Saw like them. just swarming just oh moving God. everywhere just itching right now so he's like oh well looks like you have some like pubic lice yeah. situation so the guy's like well what are we gonna do and he's like well we have to shave it all off yeah and get rid of it that way and then yeah. there's like like a treatment that we can like a cream or whatever you can put on it to like kill the eggs mm. but if we shave it all off it should be good yeah so he does that and like they needed to burn the hair. So he shaved it all off and then he like put the hair in an envelope and he said like you looked in the envelope and they were just like the hair was moving. Oh my gosh, sorry, I'm itching everywhere. I know, oh, it's so I can't fucking take it. gross. Ah! Okay, and I'm looking it up. Listen, what, pubic lice? Yeah. Do you want to see a YouTube video? I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, of course hair? I do. All right. It's fucking gross. Keep going. So then they had to burn the envelope. He said that there was, like, an outbreak of pubic lice. Ew. So, like, are they doing buggery in prison? I guess. I'm glad we know this or term Or did they now. get it before? Yeah, where did this? It's all boys school. I, some hoe. It's, it's not. Some hoe gave it to him, and then he engaged in buggery, and then, and then and gave then it to someone it to else, that, yeah. and then he engaged in buggery. Bugaboo. <laughs> so, anyways... Okay, so he burned it. He oh, burned it. So gross. But he said, like, he's seen some shit as, like, he's like a fucking prison nurse, like, for adults, too. And yeah. he was like, that was, like, some of the worst shit I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. I want to talk to this guy. Yeah, he's great. He's uh, friends with Dave. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, anyways. Um, so, the reason why he was in the Ethan Allen School for Boys with pubic lice problem what? I'm looking it up. You're looking it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I want to see she it. just showed me her phone and it's just all pubic lice pictures. Yeah. Fuck, like, Jessica. I, Why do we look up so much weird shit? I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> never ever gets my phone. <laughs> all right. So you're probably saying, well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she just showed me it. Oh, so gross. I want to see it again. Oh. Okay, wait. <laughs> That was, I don't even know how I got that to that picture. That was like a, a dude's wiener and it like had like sores on it. Yeah, what? sure did. Okay. What was wrong with it? Ooh, I need, I want to get like, I need to get like, like a video. Like that's an unfortunate situation. <laughs> and all I keep thinking about is the Dave Chappelle show with Q-Tip. Yeah. And they're like, we are the crabs. <laughs> Remember mm-hmm. how all the STDs had a. <laughs> and they're just like dancing. Yeah. They yeah, were he's, he's like literally they were just like just dancing around in his junk. Look, this fish the first video you look up, it's two girls, they're laughing, and it's crabs. I wanna know. It's a video. Like they're funny. They want to know about it. I wanna know. All right, we're watching this after. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe it's narrated by the Joaquin guy. Joaquin. Okay. There's a good throwback. All right, so you're probably asking, what did he do to get in the kid prison? 
Uh, what he did was called in bomb threats to his school and stole a car. So that'll do it. You can't do that. Yeah. So while he was at the Ethan Allen School for Boys, he went missing three times. Okay. Great. That's where he got his crabs. Yeah. Probably. I'm just kidding. Not him, but the other. <laughs> Maybe he had him too. Who knows? Yeah. So Cross was released from the correctional school in 1981, and the next year he was jailed on drug charges in Ozaki County. The year after that, he punched a hole in the wall of a Port Washington hotel following an argument with his girlfriend. So he's just awesome. He was convicted of forgery in 1983 and spent more than a year in state prison. So that's when he just got out and then he killed Tracy Hamburger. got to work at the plastics company. Okay. Yeah, that's what he was in prison for, forgery. Okay. Dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. So five months after he was released from prison, Cross started working at Rexnord Plastics, where he received complaints for leaving vulgar notes for coworkers. Like, I wonder what the notes were. Yeah, like, yo mama jokes <laughs> shit. <laughs> yo mama's so fat, she... I don't know. No, he's had to be, like, hitting on the girls or something. Vulgar notes. Okay. Like... Like back that ass up, kind of. Back that ass up. <laughs> I want to show you my crabs. Had to be plastic jokes, something with. Yeah. And they probably weren't good. He had no game. Back that uh, ass up. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my mind. <laughs> I like it. We're going to New Orleans soon, so you're thinking about juvenile. I think so. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, anyways, he's leaving vulgar notes. He's using bad language, and he's also causing damage to machines. So, basically, he's just an amazing employee. Got it. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's still employed him. Good yeah, thing. just doing great. Mm -hmm. So, on September 26, 1985, almost a year after Tracy's murder, Cross was listed as a witness in a Prowler complaint. A woman that worked at the same plant as Cross did arrived home from work at 2 a.m. when she saw someone in her bushes. Like a crab in the bushes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I made like little claw yes. things with my hands when they were dancing like, to the song. We are the crabs. <laughs> we might be on our second bottle of wine. Yeah, I'm, this, this is out of control. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but people Fuck coming you, out of garage bushes. Band. Yeah. <laughs> But don't hide in people's I got bushes. a physical tomorrow. They're going to be like, ma'am, your BAC is not high. good. <laughs> you already gave your blood. You're fine. Yeah, you're right. All right. Okay. So he's prowling in the bushes. And then um, Cross came up to the woman a few moments later saying that he saw someone running away. Like, cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You? Were you running away? Were you peeking? Cool. Oh. And then he's like, she's like, oh, you were just magically here. Give me a break. Are yeah. you looking at more <laughs> crabs videos? No, I'm looking up the the crabs <laughs> song. I'm looking up crabs. Out of control. People listening to 
this like jesus christ these girls so dumb oh my god okay i'm crying okay <laughs> remember when we said we had the giggles the first time this is worse yeah we did have oh my I think god the, i'm crying i think the first recording of this episode <laughs> might have been better whatever man but, okay fuck you garage man <laughs> okay so in 1988 dude got married he moved to again because that's what people do when they got crap <laughs> when they're fucked it's like oh you're fucked up go to oh, Sheboygan. that's true okay serious like, like oh you like are a piece of shit like yeah. white trash person go to Sheboygan. All right, so now we've officially lost everyone from North Dakota and everybody <laughs> from Sheboygan. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Okay. So while in Sheboygan in 1991, Cross was accused of strangling a woman with his belt. <laughs> <laughs> Lasso, while she was giving him a ride home from a tavern. I can't do it. You are out of control. Okay, so he admitted to police that he was involved, but he provided a different account of the incident. <laughs> I just want to do it. Get do over it. here. Remember the Jessica mortal- said that he was probably like trying to lasso her. Yeah, like, no, like the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, whoever that, I got to look up the, um, whoever the character was that he used to go, get over here. It was the same guy that goes, oh, you can, oh, like this, go like this. <laughs> I didn't watch the new Mortal Kombat movie, so. <sighs> Jessica. I'm sorry. This it's is okay. Okay. This is out of control. Get over here. Get over here. And then she's like, nope. Sorry. Okay. All right. So he admits to police that he was involved, but he provided a different account of the incident. Of course. So between 1992 and 2004, police responded to cross the Sheboygan house on at least 15 occasions for domestic abuse, throwing objects, and drug and alcohol abuse. They also had children. So that's great. That's horrible. There were also allegations that Cross assaulted a young girl around 15 years old. But there were never any charges or anything, so who knows. In 2012, an arrest warrant was issued for Cross after he threatened hospital staff over the phone after not being allowed to see his hospitalized girlfriend. So that's the year he died. Jeez. So when officers found the then 48-year-old Cross, he was unresponsive at the seedy Diamond Inn Motel on the north side of Milwaukee. And I was like, okay, like, where is this north side of Milwaukee? Like, some north side of Milwaukee isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I can, like, do a drive-by and take a picture. No. I, no. Yeah. So I Googled it and I saw where it was. And then I saw all these other like police report, like news reports that were associated. And I was like, "Mm, I'm probably not going to take Nate Dog there. No, I would not take. No. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. So I will share a picture of it on the post. But just so you know, it's a screenshot from Yelp. I did not go. All right. okay. So, um, yeah, they found him at the Diamond Inn, a real classy establishment. And they found him. With a crack pipe nearby and a needle in his lap. What so, happened I mean, to him? It, it's just really Bottles hard. Bottles of mine. I it's don't know. It's just really, he probably just died in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Brain aneurysm? Maybe. Heart attack? Yeah. Stroke? Okay. Definitely not a drug overdose. Nope. Never. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, the next sentence, he had died of a drug overdose. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, yes, yeah. Yes. I know. I, it was real head scratcher. Real detective here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, authorities speculated that Cross picked Tracy up on his way home from work and that Tracy rejected Cross's sexual advances 
and that the man went into a rage while he raped and killed her. Cross's DNA was analyzed, and it was a match for the DNA taken from Tracy's murder scene. Cross also smoked the same brand of cigarettes that were found by Tracy's body, and they knew that they were not Tracy's because Tracy smoked menthol cigarettes, and these were not menthol cigarettes. Okay. So Tracy's sister, Lori, said that she was grateful detectives never gave up on the case. Forensic genetic genealogy is a hot topic in forensic science and in the lives of Heather and Jessica. Yes. We love that shit. Mm -hmm. So this podcast that I listened to, they interviewed Jennifer Noggle, who is the deputy administrator of the Wisconsin State Crime Lab. Pretty badass job. She said that the state crime lab has been learning about forensic genetic genealogy in the past year or so, but this type of testing does not yet occur in Wisconsin but it has become a great opportunity for Wisconsin law enforcement agencies to reach out to places like LA to use it as an investigative lead. So then they do that, their magic, and then they can take that information, give it back to the law enforcement agencies in Wisconsin, and then they finish up the rest of the investigation back home. So So that's what happened here. Okay. So they're utilizing other resources, which is great, Mm -hmm. right? So the Ozaki County Sheriff says that the case would never have been solved without the assistance from the DOJ's Department of Criminal Investigation, the State Crime Lab, and the Los Angeles FBI Forensic Genetic Genealogy Team, a.k.a. Paul Holes. I mean, cheers to him. Yeah, dude. Cheers to Cheers to them. Cheers to Holes. All right. So sadly, Tracy's parents both passed away before the killer was identified. Ozaki County Sheriff James Johnson is quoted as saying, while many of us may have not known Tracy, we wanted justice for her and her family. We became her voice when she could no longer speak. And that's it. It's a good case. It is a good yeah, case. I'm glad they finally got him. You know, I like when they're, when I know that he was dead and that he didn't. <laughs> I like that he knew. I, I know knew that he was, he was dead. dead. Yeah. Well, and he didn't like have to like face her family or like go to prison or whatever for this but it's good that at least people have answers that mm, the family has answers and that he's not out there. i'm just surprised mm-hmm. that after going through his rap sheet that this was the only murder he did i know out of all that i don't know it seems like there's probably more well but. and and in that woman that he tried to like strangle with his belt in the car in the in the interview she said I am certain that if I didn't get out of this, he was going to kill me. Yeah. I'm certain of it. She and said probably she saw did try. it in his eyes. Yeah. That she knew. I had to get over here. Okay, let's listen to it. Okay, wait. We got to look. listen to the thing. I knew. Yes, oh, and an ad. Oh, my gosh. Okay, keep going. Cause there's, a, there's a, oh, wait. No, I can skip the ad. Okay, Mortal Kombat. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Get over here. here. Okay. That's what I'm going to say to my kids. You didn't play Mortal Kombat with your brother? I did. Don't you remember when I was in Florida and I had that hat on and the mask and I sent you a picture and I said, do I look like Mortal Kombat? Oh. (laughs) I did. Okay. Sorry. So as you know, this was a day that I went on adventures with my son. He is almost nine. It was super fun. Um, we parlayed it into a visit to this area and then also afterwards a hike at the Lion's Den Gorge in Grafton, which I highly recommend. It's beautiful views of Lake Michigan and bluffs and gorge and 
just awesome and it's free too it's part of the ozaki county park system okay um really really nice hike and just beautiful scenery so um but first we went to stop at murder locations so the first place we stopped at, I could not find the address for the house party location where she was last seen and left on foot from, but I did find South Garfield Avenue and where it intersects with Highway 33. So, so I know what block it was on. Okay. So cute area. Mm -hmm. um, the houses are like all old, but they're like nicely kept and like yeah. cute little like yards and flower beds and just, just cute area. Okay. Um, nothing bad happened to her at party location but i just figured we'd go there since that was the last place she was seen mm -hmm. and then from there we turned left and went westbound and highway 33 from port washington towards sockville which is the way that she would have been heading Walking. okay <clears throat> and that's just a straight shot okay so it's an easy walk and then we encountered the location where the sns foods was which is now like a quick trip or something time out i'm gonna cough Okay. But Quick Trip's like nice now. I mean, I bet SNS was awesome. Not that Quick Trip's not awesome. I but mean, in 1984 land, I bet she was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Quick yeah. Trip is like fancy. So it's like the fancy gas it's like stations. Bougie. Yeah. Right. So then um, we found Highway 33 and Green Bay Road, which is the road that Cross lived on with his parents, and probably somewhere around there was probably the site of the abduction, I'm assuming. Okay. I can't wait to see these photos. Yeah. And then we went over to Maple Road in the town of Grafton, which is 10 minutes away from there. Okay. Um, so where she would have been picked up, it's about 10 minutes away. And that's where, where her body was discovered. And on that road, it's very rural. And there are homes, but they're all very spread out. Okay. And they have really long driveways. And I was able to find the exact driveway that she was discovered on. Mm-hmm. But my son, <laughs> who is quite the rule follower and does not take after his mother, um, saw a sign that said no, like, private property, no trespassing. Yeah. And I wanted to go up further because her body was, like, they showed, there was, like, an overhead picture I found. Yeah. And it was, like, at the bend in this driveway. And I was, like, no, honey, like, up here. Like, yeah. we got to go up here. And he's, like, no, mom, we can't. It says private property, no trespassing. I love it. And I was like, <laughs> don't worry about it. And he was like, you can't, like, he yeah. just was appalled by me. <laughs> just appalled. And he was like, why would you want to go there? They don't want us to go there. I love it. It's like our children turn out completely opposite of us. <laughs> well, my little one is like, he would have been about it. But yeah. I had the wrong kid with me. I had the rule follower. I mean, he's got a bad attitude, but he's a rule follower, yeah. which is kind of like an okay. oxymoron. Yeah. But anyways, he was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And he was like real pissed off. So that I even like suggested it. Yeah. So we didn't do that. So we got it at like the road area by the sign that said no trespassing. It's okay. So those are the places that we went. Um, one of the things I noticed on the road that she was found on was it was june when we went mm -hmm. so all the trees were had leaves and they're all filled in so you couldn't see anything yeah but in december you could probably see right through to the other driveways and other properties so those other hunters probably could see those lights easily oh yeah and then it peeled off and it was quiet right. and they would have heard it and see right. and saw yeah right and especially like in the morning it's so quiet and the yeah. winter for some reason is like extra quiet yes and it like I had love just snowed. I love it too. I love yeah. it. 
I have this thing where like, I love going outside in the middle of the night when, it, when it's snowing. Really? I, okay, I don't go that far. Like if it's like, not, I'm not saying middle of the night, like three in the morning, but if it's like 10, 11, 10, 11, 12 yeah. and it's snowing, go outside and it's like at All night, it's just so quiet. Oh, it's, it's very peaceful. It's so it. peaceful. I love it. I get it. I love it. Okay. So anyways, that is the story of Tracy Hammerberg. Thankfully it has great ending. And it's not a happy ending because obviously she's still dead. But, but they caught this motherfucker good. Well, I mean, he did not have a good life. I but, don't care about this guy, but they at least the family has answers. And fuck the Philip case Cross. Yeah. Fuck Garage Band. Yep. North Dakota. North Dakota. Sheboygan. Yep. Actually, no, if you're if you're from one of those places we just mentioned please email us oh, on Lane podcast at gmail.com and let us know if it is really cool and if yeah if it's if it's okay there like if we have a listener that lives in sheboygan take us on a ride along yeah don't fucking lasso us with a belt get over get over here, here. <laughs> but like take us along show us the cool shit yeah or tell us and email us the North Because, Dakota. I mean, like, I'm from a place that gets a bad rap, too. And I show people good parts of Stalas. Yeah. I love Stalas. I love Stalas. Stalas is pretty cool. Although I I told Heather this story that we were picking up my car. Or, no, dropping off my car to get fixed. And we're at this intersection. I forget what, what intersection we're at now. 84th and Lincoln. 84th right and my Lincoln. High school. Okay, 84th and Lincoln. And this guy just, and there's all this construction. He just goes through the intersection. His windows are down and he just yells, I hate West Dallas. We were laughing so hard. It was a great moment. Why does he hate it? I don't know. Maybe because of all the construction or I don't know. Like. He's had to get it out. What's your problem, man? I appreciated it. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, slide in my DMs at Down Murder Lane on Instagram or Facebook us at Down Murder Lane, a true true crime podcast. And we will read them. All right. We will read them. Um, yeah. So. Until next time. Take that trip. But pack wisely. Because you never know who you will run into. Down, down Murder, Murder Lane. Lane. Bye.